Hello and welcome to the TNT podcast, Tim and Ted. I'm your host, Tim, and my co-host is also here, obviously, which is Ted. Yeah, hello. What is up? What is up? So this is, I've never done anything like this before, neither has Ted. Basically what we're going to be doing is just going to be talking about stuff. I mean, everything going on in the world right now, I think it's obvious what this first episode would be about which is COVID-19 or coronavirus and just different ways it's affected us personally and yeah we'll go from there so Ted if you'd like to start how it's affected your day-to-day life so for my day-to-day life it's affected me pretty good uh can't go to school anymore obviously everything with online classes uh, I lost we'll two into. jobs yeah which we'll get into in uh, another episode uh but for for me personally, I've, I've lost two jobs because of this, and uh, I worked as instructors in, in two different places, and um, just uh, to close down last month, and I've been out of job out of two jobs for a month, so it's been it's been hefty because I have no income coming in, so it's it's tough to maneuver around all that stuff. So it's weird having a lot of time in your hands now. Yeah, true. I mean, just a little background. Me and Ted have been friends for, jeez, how many years now? Years? Probably like 10 years. It's It's been a fairly long time. We played baseball, soccer as kids. Now we're in our 20s, and here we are. <laughs> yep, yep, here we are. But just a little background. Yep. But as for me, how uh, coronavirus has affected my day-to-day life is, just like he said, basically in every way. You know, as I said, you know, we've been friends for years. You know, we hang out all the time. But with this, obviously, with social distancing and where I work, which I will get into, I don't want to put him at risk. Don't want to put anybody else at risk. But, yeah, basically, can't go out anywhere. I can't, you know, can't simple go sit down, have a bite to eat somewhere can't see any of my family like just last week it was one of my cousin's birthdays and normally you know we'd have a big family get together you know have dinner cake no we literally went to their house ted i I don't even i didn't even tell you this we went to their house all in separate cars all stayed probably like 20 feet from each other not even like they that family stayed on their porch and we stayed all by our cars and we said oh happy birthday and before they wow. even came out, we ran all you know his gifts to the uh, to their porch and texted them, "Hey, we're here." <laughs> oh, and basically, had to from the end to from the street to their house, you know, not even spend some time. We were there like not even ten minutes. Wow. It's just not even being able to, you know, celebrate really. You know, my little yeah. cousin getting older, we can't even. <laughs> do that simple you know dinner cake nothing wow i've seen a lot of those people like like i've seen like videos on the news or anything like or some social media outlets like uh, instagram twitter and i've seen like people just drive by just honking saying happy birthday and just put their stuff like right next to their porch like how you guys did and you know it's literally where we're what everything's come to now you know yeah, I mean, it's for the better, 
especially at least in my circumstance where I work, it would be for me to go in their house, have dinner with them, you know, whatever it is, it'd be putting them at a very much heightened risk. Right. Um, so I guess I'll, I'll get into that. I'm a manager at Walmart and obviously, you know, Walmart's known for its clientele. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so being in a retail environment, you know, as, as an, a quote unquote essential worker, you know, and my manager status, I'm more or less not forced to go into work, but I'm, I'm needed there. Like I know if I was to say, Hey, can't come in guys, you know, it, it cause a lot more, you know, stress for my, my staff and my fellow managers. It, you know, I'm not in a position to where I can take, say, a leave of absence. Um, I, I'll, I'll get into my work now. I've been at Walmart for almost three years now. And obviously, you know, in our life, lifetimes, we've never dealt with a pandemic like this. Like, in 2009, we had, you know, the swine flu pandemic, which I actually did have the swine flu. And obviously survived, because, you know... The death rate on that was, what was it? I think we looked it up. It was like 0.8. It, it was something like that. Yeah, it was a very uh, low percent death rate. Yeah, both me and my sister actually did have it. Um, but back to Walmart. Um, you know, it's dealing with a lot lower staffing. You know, most of my associates are all on leaves of absences. Whether, obviously, personal reasons, you know, they're... They don't feel comfortable going into work, which I, I can't blame them at all. I mean, of course, if I wasn't, if I was a regular associate, you bet your ass I would not be there. Mm-hmm. Out of the safety for my family, that would have been my choice. But my position, I'm not really, wouldn't say able to do it, but as I said, it it, it caused more issues. Um. But being that we're recording this the end of Easter Day, we had probably, you know, my store is, it's not a super center, but it's, gets a lot of traffic. Yeah. In a time where everybody's supposed to be in their house, self-quarantining, social distancing, you would be surprised how many people came to Walmart for non-essential items on Easter. It didn't slow down until maybe five, six o'clock. It wow. was still like busy. People coming in, getting their TVs, bikes, clothing, all this stuff that's, you know, you don't need in this moment. And I'm sure it's like this everywhere. Every business that is still open now, it's, you know, it's going to be like that. If I didn't work retail, I would only leave my house. I'm out of milk. Let me go run, get milk, get in, get out. So I'm not putting, you know, these employees at risk by me being there and being in contact. And it's just, I know no matter what people are going to, people are going to go buy stuff if we're open. I mean, a little more context. We're from New Jersey. So our governor has... Uh, imposed several 
you know, aggressive social distancing tactics. As far as, you know, obviously, they've everywhere is banned, you know, large gatherings. Um, Governor Murphy, he also just the other day slashed the maximum amount of people that can be in a building. And I believe ours, it's around like 200 people. So if we get close to that, we got to shut it down, have people, you know, form a line outside, have them six feet apart. We have like tape on the ground so people know to stay six feet apart, at least. Yeah, you know, let let people check out, leave, check out, leave. Then we start letting more people in. Um, the mask, the mask, yeah, the, with, mask, uh, yes. the mandatory mask now. Yes, that's another thing. Governor signed into law that, in order to go into any establishment to where you'd come into contact with people, as far as like ordering takeout from a restaurant or going into Walmart, Target, Stop and Shop, anywhere. You are you have to wear a mask, bandana, scarf, something along the lines of that to cover your face. It is written state law. So uh, now it's, it's, we have to have people wow. at the doors, not only, you know, counting how many people are coming in and going, so we can get it you know, a count of how many people are in the building in case, you know, we're getting close to our max capacity now. Now it's also we have to look out someone doesn't have a mask we cannot let them in which i've had people you know me being a manager if a regular associates at the door having trouble with someone they call me over and i have to go deal with it now and you know this person's fighting me and i'm like look buddy call governor murphy it's state law like i literally had someone the other day blow right past the person as they're yelling at them, blow right past them, not saying anything, husband and wife, get a cart, go to start shopping, and I'm like, I'm like, excuse me, like, it is state law. We are not permitted to let you in the building unless you have some sort of face covering. And they're dis- not even, they're ignoring me, ignoring me. And I'm like, starting to raise my voice, like, hello, we cannot let you in. I'm If you do not have a face mask, Something along the lines of that, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And they start saying, oh, we don't we don't live in a communist country. That's not a law. And I'm like, yes, it is. It's a law. Just signed in. They're arguing with me that it's a law. And I'm like, look, call Governor Murphy. <laughs> this ain't no this ain't no Walmart law uh, policy. This ain't no Target policy. This is state law for the moment. Yeah. It's nothing that we you can't fight. It's all yeah. the way up. Time, basically. I've had to, just tonight, I've had to kick how many people? At least 15, 20 people. I've had to kick them out. Wow. Or not really, not kick them out, but not permit them to enter. Just because they're not wearing a mask, or they come in with a paper towel over the face. I'm like, no. <laughs> that that, that yeah. does not count. Yeah. Some um, sort of, some sort of protection. Yeah, bandana, some... scarf. Not a t-shirt, not a, like I just said, a paper towel. That don't work. That's not going to yeah. work. But, yeah. at least for Walmart, I can't talk for Target, Stop and Shop, elsewhere. Walmart, I feel like they have been handling it very well. This whole situation, 
as I said, I've worked there almost three years now. Not saying I'm an expert on, you know, how they've been. But they've handled this pandemic fairly well, I'd say. Like, they stopped, they started limiting people before it was even state law. They got us um, masks before it was even state law, gloves they've always had, hand sanitizer they've available for us, you know, and they had us putting stickers and stuff on the floor for social distancing, you know, having someone who answers our phones, you know, make announcements every so often saying, remember to social distance. So I, they've they've handled it fairly well, in my opinion. I mean, it's not this isn't something you can easily prepare for, something that you know we thought was coming when the year went twenty twenty. Don't think any anyone thought that we'd be dealing with a pandemic of this size, and it's getting worse and worse every day. Yeah. I mean, New Jersey alone, I think we're at like sixty one thousand cases. I think it's just below sixty two. Then New York is what New is York's it? just oh god. One fifty, I think it was that or might probably even more now. Just in it. the city alone. Just in the city alone, it's literally like almost what? Hell, it has to be almost a hundred thousand by now. It's unbelievable how many New York's cases actually are there. A, New York State's actually at a hundred and ninety thousand. Wow. According to Johns that's, Hopkins University. That's a good source to use too. They they're very good at um uh, getting numbers and stuff like that. New York City is at a hundred and four thousand. Wow. Just the city alone. That's just crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean I mean just to think about it though, because it's like they everybody like lives on top of each other, so it's so easy for that virus just to spread so, like so wildfire. Populated, just like New Jersey. Yeah. That's why the yeah. two states are having this big of an issue. Because New Jersey is a tiny-ass state, and we hold 9 million people. Yeah. and then Maybe just a little over that. Yeah, and then New York probably has that many people in just that little area. Like those, a little area alone. Just that area has probably 8, 9 million people in it. That's it sounds, it sounds a big reason why it's so bad. That's why... I, you know, I feel like Governor Murphy's handling it very well. He's still, yeah, him and Cuomo are handling it as best as they possibly could. Exactly, at this point. they are. So, I mean, the policies they're putting in as in, like, social distancing, state shutdown, I mean, like, around us, you know, obviously all the food places are takeout or delivery. You can't sit down. Even in my Walmart, we have a subway. They're all there. Chairs, they're all up not allowed to sit down just it's, get up and go yep this is the most bizarre thing i've you know, ever it's seen like, you wouldn't believe it until it's true because it feels like we're in like a movie and it's like it's like a whole plot it's like a leading up to the halfway point we're it's literally like whole... living the movie contagion <laughs> for real it's, un- it's unbelievable but like i said like even with like you know how this started like you know, you know saying that oh it's not spread through human contact it's saying you know it's something totally different but it turns out that it is it is and like say i go <coughs> i cough you know that air and the particles are projected feet in front of you yeah so even if we're 
I'm standing here, you're standing six feet in front of me, and I say, cough or sneeze, the air still travels that far, especially with a sneeze. That's even worse. Mm -hmm. Unless you don't, unless you cover it, unless you cover it, then it'll be okay. But if I just sneeze out in the open, then it's being launched. Exactly. But still though, even if you cough in your, like here or on your hand, think about it though. If you keep doing it like that, it's still, you're still kind of screwed. Like that's the problem with these like masks and everything. Now that I'm forced to wear it at work, as far, as long as I am in the building, it's not even like an area where like I'm in contact with customers. If I'm in an office, if I'm in our back room, if I'm in a break room, I still have to wear it. It's not like it's where most of the people are. If I'm in the building, if anyone's in the building, they have to wear it. If I walk outside, yep, I take that thing off. Oh, it hurts my ears. And even... Oh my god, it tickles my freaking nose too. Is it like one of those like surgical masks? Is it like one of those like type deals or is it something different? No, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can show you a picture. Okay. Cause um oh wow. Okay, I, I yeah. That's one of those surgical masks. Yeah. But the thing like just with talking, the thing constantly comes down and then I find myself fixing it. You know, I, I carry hand sanitizer on me at all times. I don't even know if I told you. Oh, God. I got this <laughs> huge thing of hand wow, sanitizer. Wow, that giant, giant thing of hand sanitizer. Wow. Oh, yeah. I have this thing. You know, I constantly use hand sanitizer, constantly wash my hands, but then I still find myself fixing this mask. You know, it, it's to Just the point where like... it's, you know... Yeah, it's just it's just anno- it's it's annoying. It's annoying and weird because it's something that not you never to. yeah, exactly, not used to doing. Yeah, I'm not used to having to When do I this. when I had the swine flu, you know, now Jesus over 10 years ago, I got, I had to wear those. But it was only you know, I was quarantined in my room at the time. Um I only had to wear it when I was outside of my room. But yeah, you know, this ten years ago. Now I have to wear it every day for however long I'm there—nine, ten, eleven, twelve hours. However long of a shift it's going to wind up being. Right. That brings another point, because of you know all these people, which I I can't blame them for being you know scared about going to work, especially in a retail environment when you're coming into contact with hundreds of people a day at least maybe even thousands yeah i mean it's just insane because that means everyone else has to pick up all this extra slack and it's just days are becoming longer and longer like last weekend it was 12 hour saturday and sunday was surprised the past two days this weekend I only had to do a regular shift, didn't have to stay any extra. But hey, overtime, not gonna complain. No, of course not. Scracking in the, the I mean money. I'm gonna I'm gonna complain, but <laughs> yeah. not gonna not gonna complain about the money part of it. Right. Because financially, you know, you're doing a lot better than many other people are doing at the moment. That's another thing. I I don't wanna come off that um 
unappreciative for still being at work. I'm, I am glad I still have a job, you know, because there's a lot of people who don't at this time. It's like over 6 million or some sort, right? That's, Ooh, that's probably that's even more. I think that was like in one day, I think. Wow. Don't quote yeah, me definitely. on that, but I'm pretty sure definitely. that's that might have been in, in a day. That's how many people. Wow. Um, it's definitely more than 10 million now, that's for sure. Oh, easily. I, I wouldn't doubt yeah. it. Yeah. But and, so, and I, I am grateful to still have a job, still have income. It's just, it's a lot, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, for me, it's it's hard to pass time because like when you do something like play video games or stuff like that, for you, can play it, you can only play it for so long. Yeah, exactly. And you don't want to play it all day because it makes you feel like you're a bum. You know, it's like, and this, these times, I mean, it's whatever you can do to keep yourself busy. You exactly. Got, you got schoolwork to do. All right. That's one thing, but it's not like, Hey, me and you, let's, let's go to McDonald's, you know, or five guys or anything, anything along those lines. We like literally can't do, we can't. you know, we're, we're resort to do FaceTimes, calls, uh, stuff like that and that's pretty much all we can do at this point because we can't have contact with each other and like Tim nope. said it, it poses a great risk for me and for my mom so exactly. you know cause, so, as much as I would love to say hey let's go meet up somewhere different cars even then me yeah. in the position I'm in I wouldn't want to put you at risk I put you at risk that's putting your family at risk just like exactly. I'm putting my family at risk by working both my dad and my brother are also in essential jobs, so they are still working. It's just nuts. I guess Yeah. we're getting into another thing. We're both in college, so having to, tra to uh, transfer over from going to school, physically being in class with a teacher up at front for, what? Oh, I probably 12, for 13, about, 14 years of our life now. About 14 years now, yeah. And now having to go to solely online. It's like I've done online classes before, before all this. But this is just at a whole new level. Yeah. I mean, it, having, to, having to meet through Zoom and just have your webcam on, have your teacher there. It's just, it's just completely different. Yeah, it's such a completely different learning style. Because obviously for us, we've obviously had the teacher in front of us for 14 years. And, and it's something that we have never gotten used to. You know, kids that are, you know, way younger than us now are used to that because, you know, they're used to all the technology and stuff like that. So, you know, for us, it kind of was like a learning curve because when we were, you know, 10, 12 years old, that's when we got introduced to iPads. Because we didn't have iPads to elementary school. We got them probably... Yeah. Probably I, maybe seventh grade, maybe. What, iPhone, iPhone? No, like iPads. Like we used to, like you know, we used to get the iPads in middle school where we used to do like oh, but some the, work yeah, those, on. those were rare. Say, is it our our time in middle school? I don't even know if they had them yet. Really, we barely used them as it was. We barely thing is though, we barely used like the tablets. We barely didn't really have to use much online. I guess at the time they weren't in the uh, like the main curriculum. Whereas now, yeah. you know, at the high school we went to, everyone is assigned a laptop to do schoolwork on. You know, we never had that. 
no. And no, that I, came a couple of years after us. Like we were yeah. lucky enough. We didn't even have to do that because we were just, you know, we would go in there, do the work and deal with, they would sign us on the board or, you know, maybe even through like Google classroom. Cause we did have like one of those things where we had like Google hangouts or Edmodo for like Spanish stuff like that. But it was mostly for like assignments, like reminders. So it wasn't like we did assignments on there, but it was a more reminding. But other than that, like we never used online stuff. Yeah. And I mean, I just, I feel bad for the people, high school, middle school, elementary school, who are now having to learn online through Google Classroom. I don't think they use Zoom. That They, they probably use Google Classroom. No. The state didn't want them to use Zoom because of the security risk. I know I saw that on the news somewhere that there was something about that. Yeah, it's different for like a college institution, but definitely. I mean, besides Zoom, like for me, I use like uh, Blackboard Collab Ultra, so it's I, like I what is that? So it's like a little tool thing that that Blackboard has, and where it connects like all the students that are registered in the class, and that can go through there, and the teacher or the professor will be like right there. Oh, yeah. The thing is, the thing is, is it doesn't automatically put up your um, like your audio and your um, uh, your webcam. So what it does is like it like tests it for you, but then you just go in there without any audio or any webcam. It's just them talking. Like you have the the option, you have the option of putting it on, but obviously they don't want you to put it on because then it causes some sort of lag. So they they recommend like having yours off. Got you. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's just crazy having, having to do all this stuff online. You know, if I wasn't in an essential job and I, I was out of work right now, I'd literally be right here in my room the entire day, more or less. Yeah. I mean, be, I would be confined. Like you said, you're confined to your house. And I mean, there's only so much you can do. There's only so many video games you can play for so long. So many YouTube videos to watch. Yeah, before you're like, all right, what else? Like, what else is there for me to do? It's all parks are closed. Can't even go hiking. You can walk around the block, but that's about it. Yeah, you're so limited on what you can do. It's it's unbelievable. And they're they're saying this whole, the virus, I mean, they're saying, well, peak within the next few weeks but even then just because we peak that don't mean it's over that doesn't even no. mean we're gonna peak it yeah. could keep going if they don't if people don't listen to stay-at-home orders and they keep going out for non-essentials that, that's how this stuff spreads yeah it's and, it's you know like my um like actually today like my my uh, dad's side of the family actually had like a social gathering like of eight people, but still, that's a lot of people to be around because you don't know where every other person has been or yeah, where they have gone to. You don't know who this person's had contact with. You don't know if this person went somewhere. Exactly. That's the thing. You don't know who has it. There are people that are asymptomatic. For yeah. all I know, and they're just carrying it. Yeah, for all I know. You know where I am working. For all I know, I could have it. I could be asymptomatic. Yeah. You just I don't can... know. You I... and I could be asymptomatic right now as we speak. Because I did have somebody in my in my store 
was tested positive for. I think I told you that, right? Yeah, I think you did. Yeah, someone was tested positive for COVID-19. It's just scary because you don't know, did I have contact with this person? Who did they have contact with before they knew? Before they were even had any symptoms? You know, this person I know, once they started showing symptoms, they left immediately, self-quarantined, and went through the process there. But it's still... And it's not even associates. It's all these customers. I've seen people yeah. ha- hacking up a lung in the middle of an aisle. And it's like, all right, do they have allergies? Do they have the cold? Or do they have coronavirus? You, you just, it's yeah. hard to know when it's not like, oh, this is happening elsewhere. It's it's not happening here. No. Yeah. It's happening here. It's spreading in our area, in our town, county, state. It's in our country. I mean, it's it's everywhere. Yeah, I mean, damn. We, I mean, our town where we're from, we have over a hundred cases. You know, it's 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 here. You know, we're trying to do everything we can to not get it. You know, it's like we're not trying to come in contact. Like like Tim said earlier, it's like we want to do something, but obviously we can't because we're trying to do the the best thing for us just to save our life, save our lives, our families. Yeah, because this, this the thing I still see a lot of people not get. This is not the flu. This is not just another sh- strain of the same old flu H1N1. going around. Yeah. No. It, it's worse. It can be deadly. Yeah. It's you know? it's just more intense. It's the thing. It's just more intense. It's more intense than most. Yeah. What, what we see is you know, more elderly, immunocompromised, people who have under uh, underlying conditions. It affects them worse. But that's still me or you could get it and we could be seriously ill you know it's not i'm gonna get it all right you know i'll i'll have a cough i'll have a fever you know i'll get over it it could be that way or it could not be that way it could be very serious yeah and just because same thing just because we're young it doesn't mean we're just gonna get through it no problem no it's 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 that's the scary part is that there's no set way that this can affect people. Everyone is different. Like we were right. saying, we could be asymptomatic and have it. You could have it and it's like a cold. You can have it and it's just like the flu. You could have it and it can kill you. Yeah. It's a deadly thing. We just, you just can't mess with it. It's, it's just, we just got to follow, uh, excuse me, just follow uh, restrictions. Just got to just follow dist- whatever social they... Social distance yourselves self-quarantine, limit contact with others, limit the amount of time you spend outside your home, whether it's you know going shopping. If you have to go out, try to only go for the essentials. I know it's getting nicer out. I'm helping people all the time get bikes, stuff like that. You know, that's just, in my, my opinion, that's just putting others at risk for something I don't need right now. If I'm right. going to go to the store, oh, you know, I have to stay inside. Oh, I want a new TV. You can buy it online. Yeah, there's still people working in those distribution centers, but they have their own safety precautions um, set. And they're not, they're dealing with, you know, co-workers, but they're not dealing with customers. I feel that's, you know safer for the person purchasing the product and safer for people working 
It's yeah. not let me go to the store and buy a new TV just because, you know, I want one. No. Yeah. I'm only leaving my... Other than work, obviously, as I said, I'm essential. I have to go to work in order for everybody else to come in and feed their families. Which I've... You know, I've been thanked many times. Thank you for coming into work today. Thank you for being open. You guys are heroes. Which, obviously, the real heroes are people on the direct front lines in the medical field. But just okay. hearing that stuff, you know, it, it brings you up. Because I'll get those customers that are nasty that don't understand, you know, hey, there's a pandemic going on. How about take it easy? No, I'll, I'll get those, you know, nasty people that just... That just don't care. They'll bitch for no reason, you know, whatever it may be. But then there are those people that will say, thank you for being here. Thank you for coming into work. And that, for me, that, that throws anything negative out the window. And it it helps. Yeah. It really sure. does. And uh, going back to what you said uh, before, you know, how deadly this virus is, you know, the number one Z before this coronavirus came here the number one disease that people were uh, uh, getting killed by is heart disease and you know with coronavirus you know if you have heart you know heart problems you know you're screwed that's why a lot of the americans are dying because a lot of these people have heart or lung diseases you yeah, know from all the underlying conditions yes and and that's the thing is is you know it's a, a heart heart disease is the number one death in America, and that's why a lot of people, you know, are dying from this because you know they have complications with the heart or with the lungs in regards to previous stuff that happened beforehand. Yep. So it's very tough to. Um, so I'm saying, you know, that's, what I was to make, that's what I was trying to make the point. Just because you're young, just because you're healthy. Me and Ted are both young. We're both healthy, but it does not mean we are. Hundred percent safe. No, it's like just always a few a weeks risk. ago when it was spring break. People are all still going to these beaches. Hundreds of people on oh, the beach man. in Florida, Clearwater Beach, still, man. Yep, and it's still. Yeah, you're young. I was planning on going summer for spring break. It got canceled. Was I upset about it? Yeah, but at the same time, it it's the safe thing to do. Is to not yeah. be in these crowds and put yourself and others at danger in danger yeah because you're risking you, everybody around you you don't you do know if there's like someone in there that has it and isn't showing symptoms yet or has it and it's just asymptomatic you just don't know yeah you just don't know it's, it's very this uh, virus is very unpredictable all right so we're hitting 35 minutes so we'll, we'll wrap it up here i guess for our first episode if I, one takeaway from this is please socially distance yourselves yes don't go out unless you have to get essential items food pharmacy whatever it may be try to self-quarantine with by yourself with your families your immediate families in your household just please practice social distancing and if everyone follows this could be over soon and we can yeah. get back to our day-to-day -day lives the economy, which we didn't even touch that. That's a whole nother thing. Uh, that'll get into another episode of that. You know, that... Soon. The economy will recover over time. You know, hopefully soon enough we'll all be able to go back to our day-to-day -day lives. 
you know, I won't have to fear going into work that I'm going oh. to get something and put the safety of myself or my family in danger. Right. Hopefully soon enough. And everything. Okay. Anything okay. else you want to say before we we end this first one off? Yeah. So I just wanted to say, uh, you know, hopefully like, to back up what you said, you know, it's just to go back to our daily day to day lives, like go back to the gym or, you know, without, you know, worrying about getting a virus or anything like that. Just, you know, just being back to normal, you know, it's just the main thing. And, you know, it's just got to try to do what we got to do and just follow the social distancing, you know, guidelines and, you know, see where it takes us. I mean, we don't know at the moment, but is it working from what I hear? It's working pretty good. So if it's where, if it's going in that good direction, if it's going in a good route, we'll be okay. If everything was as normal right now, things would be 10 times worse. Yeah. Way worse. So many people would be dying. And like I said, Fauci said 100,000 to 200 people will die initially, but that went down to 60,000 just because of social distancing. Just because people are now starting to take this seriously, which I, I am glad for, you know. All right, so we will end this off. want to anybody happened to find this somewhere on the interwebs i want to thank you for listening yes thank you we don't know how often we'll be doing this but we'll be doing a range of topics whether it's you know continuing our own coronavirus discussion or going movies tv you know this is just going to be an avenue for us to talk about a specific topic whatever like i said whatever it may be and if you guys have any submissions or anything like that send them like anything just to uh keep it going you know that's uh that's the main the main uh main goal exactly all right thank you for listening and i guess we'll we'll catch you next time stay safe everybody and please stay healthy